Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And I'm so excited. My good friends, Paul and Holly Marwood, are back with us again. This time, we are going to be talking about moving to 5D now, Ascension Guidance by the High Council of Orion. And Holly is going to be doing some live channeling later. So, you know, we're really excited about this conversation today, and some of what we're going to talk about is how the 5D is accessible to us now. We're going to talk about some practical daily exercises and choices that will help accelerate your connection to 5D, how you can simply begin to embody 5D qualities while here in the 3D, and this will enhance your current life and you will feel more empowered and worthy. The states of mind and the states of being that enhance your access to 5D, and some examples of embodying 5D now. And so, you know, Holly's going to be doing some live channeling. We're going to be taking some live Q and A as well. And for those of you who may not know Holly and Paul, I'll just tell you a little bit about them. Holly is an elite certified Akashic Record teacher and reader. She is a conscious channel for Ishtara, the High Council of Orion, the Archangelic Realm, and many more. Holly facilitates guidance sessions, workshops, and seminars, both locally and internationally. And Paul is a certified advanced Akashic Record reader, an international speaker and trainer in spirituality, energy medicine, healing, and transformational soul and life guidance. And Paul and Holly are the co-founders of three multidimensional transformational processes to help you move to greater alignment with your inner guidance and assist you to fulfill your life purpose and desires with expanded consciousness. And their teachers are non-physical. Mm-hmm. And one of these groups today, we're going to be talking with the High Council of Orion. Um, and I'm excited because already before we started going live, I was already feeling their presence and my energy started shifting. So it's going to be a high vibe call with lots of information. So get ready. And please help me to welcome Paul and Holly to the show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Alara. It's always so much fun to come on and chat with you and share with everyone who's here. And also, we know that some people are watching later, so mm-hmm. we don't want to leave any of those people out. So welcome to everyone. It's, it's a joy and a pleasure to be here. Yes, and welcome, everybody. I'm so excited to be a chatting with you, Alara, but also sharing what we're sharing. And it's so nice to be able to see these, some of these lovely people and faces that we know and the many people and faces that we don't know. So I'm excited. <laughs> and, you know, I'm excited because there's always so much for us to talk about. We always get so much when we chat, right? And, you know, not just wisdom, but the energetics, right? So like I said, before we started, I started feeling cold and it's like, yeah, that's the energy from the high council of Orion getting me ready for the call. Because before that I was perfectly fine. I was not cold at all. Right. So my energy started shifting and I'm going to say upgrading to receive more information and mm, integrate what we're going to learn today with more ease. Right. Is that a good explanation of (laughs) what we may experience during this call? Yes, but what I'd also like to just double up on what you just said, Alara, but, but also make the audience aware. So the High Council of Orion are basically ascension guides. They're incredible, beautiful, benevolent beings that exist in the constellation of Orion. There's good and bad, of course, there is in, in any place. You know, there's some of the bad guys in Orion, you know, but this is not them. These are the good guys. Um, they, <clears throat> if you ask for if you ask them, because they can read everyone that's on the call now and on all of the replays, 
whenever you're working with their work or them, you can ask them and they will do and we'll explain this a whole lot more a little bit later, but they will work with you energetically. So, but they won't unless you ask them. So because it's part of the, the galactic laws, they're not allowed to manipulate or modify anyone or do anything without their permission. So that they, so I'm encouraging everyone that's joining us today and everyone that watches on the replay. If you feel, check in with yourself. If you feel aligned with it, just say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm happy to receive an attunement or, or work with my energy to help me with receiving greater balance and then expanding my consciousness. And so they, they will do that if, if, you, if you give them permission to. Mm -hmm. so, and most people I'm sure already have. And most people, as soon as you do, you can start to feel a shift already. <laughs> exactly and not everybody's going to feel cold okay that's just me sometimes you know what i experience sometimes i get cold sometimes i get really hot I, everybody knows i yawn like crazy when there's a shift happening you know when i'm processing energy so it's different for all of us so just be aware but just be open be open to receiving being be open to willing to mm, uh, experience you know a shift in whatever way that you do okay so thank you for that quick little explanation Paul. And so I want to really get into, you know, um, the topic, you know, like you, you guys have been on our show many times and we absolutely love you. So we don't have to go into the brief, you know, discussion of who are you, what do you do and all that stuff. So we can just get into the conversation because it, this is so relevant right now, especially as we're moving, I find as we're moving into 2020, the energy has been shifting since like, October, beginning of October, that we're already moving into 2020. And those energies are um, quite, uh, <laughs> I, don't wanna, I don't know what to say anymore, but it's like, they're just ramping up more and more. And, and part of that is about moving into the 5D now. And what does that mean? So can you, can you share with us a little bit about, about what is 5D? Because some people may not know. And what does it mean to experience 5D now? It's a great question because I think there's so much out there around 5D. <laughs> and so what we're going to share with you is what we understand from working with the High Council of Orion, who are Ascension Guides, as Paul said, and also with Ishara, who is another one of our channeled sources and wisdom figure in our life, as well as our work in the Akashic Records and all that we do. This is what our understanding has come to be about, the fi about 5D. And um, why it's actually here a lot more than you think, and we're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You're actually already living a lot of 5D qualities and experiences and almost discounting them. Mm -hmm. And so we really want to talk about what it, what it is and what it means. But before we even do that, I think having this understanding from our perspective about what it means to move dimensionally, because um, the truth is here we are right in this right place in the right time with all the right experiences that our soul chose for us to have. Mm -hmm. So we're right here where we are now in 3D with a human body, having 3D experiences, we're at the leading edge of our soul's growth right here because here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but as, as what we're doing in this ascension process is learning to not just source information and knowledge and experience from the 3D dimension, we, we think of um, the dimensions almost like those little nesting Matreshka dolls, if you mm -hmm. will, you know, where we're here in the densest form of it in 3D, having a leading edge experience. And so this is an awesome place to be. But what's 
we're still sitting within the space of all the dimensional realities of all that is. So what we're doing with, with our experience as we're growing and we're waking up and we're awakening, what are we awakening to is this awareness that there's more information, more knowledge, more wisdom, more experience that's available energetically in the world around us that can enhance where we're at right now so we can incorporate and live into a bigger energetic field, even if we're having a 3D experience. Mm -hmm. I love so, that. So what we're doing is getting more sensitive, and I don't mean sensitive like, you know, I can't eat that apple right now, although I know I've been in those places where I'm super sensitive to food. I mean that more refined in our awareness of the energies around us to see what's there that's part of the non-physical that's contributing to our understanding of life, our experience of life, and also how we can consciously and intentionally work with the larger energy field that's there. So I, I feel that, and I, I think Paul would agree, but I, I don't always like to say <laughs> we always think the exact same things because we don't always think exactly the same things. But you know, I feel that there's a lot of talk out there in the world where, um, and some of you have already heard us talk about this probably, that like people feel like I'm stepping up a ladder. I'm in 3D and I've got to step out of 3D to get to 5D. And then like you, like you have to climb this ladder in the dimensions, but they're all within the same space. So it really is an expansion instead of moving up in a linear way, because in a linear way, this is what happens in 3D. So it makes sense that we think we have to progress in a linear way mm -hmm. because things are so linear here. But this is a multidimensional expansion into the next level of our fullest potential. Yeah. So we don't need to strive to 9D or someplace like that. The reality is 5D is a huge stretch. Let's just stretch into that and really live in the space where we're having a 3D experience in a more in more connection to the information that's already around us and allow it to enhance our lives and allow us to feel more empowered more confident uh less victimized which mm -hmm. kind of goes hand in hand <laughs> with more empowered right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, not a not a victim exactly mm -hmm. so because it's really easy in 3d to feel victimized especially when you're waking up it's really easy to see the contrast between where you've been and maybe older experiences or current experiences that you might say are really dense in the 3D realm. And, and then what we know is starting to know and wake up to what's possible. It's really easy to get trapped into this idea of like feeling victimized by 3D and shackled mm -hmm. by it. And the truth is that it's all here in support of us, but let's just bring in some more resources. And that's what this 5D is to us. It's the next level of dimensional awareness that we can bring in. We don't have to leave where we are now. We don't have to hope to escape some you know, idea that we're in the wrong place at, at the wrong time. We're in the right place at the right time. Now let's just open up what we can access and allow it to enhance our lives. I think what I'd like to also add to that though is that as we, as we raise our conscious <laughs> vibration and access 5D and beyond, I might add, it's not really just a 5D. I know Holly said, let's work on the 5D for now, but the, our perception of our reality changes quite dramatically. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, as we mentioned before, you know, 
in 3D, there's the separateness piece. We feel separate. Well, most of us tend to feel separate. Okay, I can only speak for myself, so I apologize if not everyone agrees with this. Um, as you, you know, as we raise our consciousness, so we start to become, as Holly said before, more aware of the connections between all of us and everything around us. We start to love more. We, still, we start to love our experience more. We start to love other things and whatever's happening, we start to see more the purity in things, which again helps take us out of that victim stance because there's no victims. There's just experiences. And we start to really understand that. And we start to get that, that no one or no thing is conspiring against us or hurting us or anything like that. It's just a play of consciousness and you get to make a choice and you get to experience that choice. And the universe, when you make a different choice, the universe says, yes, okay, here we go. I'm helping you. Here's some new ideas. Here's some new suggestions. Here's some new people. Here's some new, you know, things, whatever it may be to help you have that next experience. And, and we get to choose. Am I going to ignore all that help? and just stay in my little bubble of whatever I am now? Or do I go, hmm, okay, I'm gonna try some of that, you know, so. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a much more empowering and expansive perspective than, you know, what other people might be thinking or experiencing right now. And the thing is, you know, if we are here on this planet, we are in 3D, right? That is going to be our main focus is this 3D reality. And it's not a bad thing. It's, it's what we chose to experience, right? But as we're choosing this 3D experience, we can expand into the 5D and have those experiences as well, right? Yeah. And to, enha to, to enhance what we're doing right here and right yeah. now. And yeah. we're still here on this planet. We're not going anywhere else. We're right here. We're exactly. And there's nothing wrong with us being here, even though sometimes there are moments where it's like, why am I here? <laughs> We've all had that. We've all had that experience, right? Why am I here? Like, really? Um, but really, it is about being willing to be here, be here now, and at the same time, receive those, you know, fifth dimensional awarenesses, frequencies, energies, help, assistance to create a more balanced and more expanded life here, right? Exactly. Exactly. And one that I feel is part of all of our highest level of potential. All of us have within us our higher potential that's still connected to source. Mm -hmm. And so as we're moving and expanding into a greater dimensional experience while we're here, we're also more tapped into that natural flow of our highest potential which is there and we can connect with it and we can use it as an information source and so that keeps us um, more easily connected to source and our highest potential on every single level you know and highest potential sounds um a little intimidating sometimes i think to a lot of people but the reality within all of us is I believe the seeds of our highest potential are in our desires mm -hmm. and in those things that motivate us, that we feel like that we're here to do, that we're here to contribute, that we're here to be in our life. Those are all the seeds of our highest potential. And I believe if we have those desires, if, if we feel those, because they're unique to us, not everyone has the same desires we do, mm -hmm. then, then it's absolutely within our field of possibilities to manifest that. 
and we manifest it as we, ex I believe, as we expand into a greater field of our own potential, then we are radiating out more. And as we radiate our light, then we more easily magnetize ourselves to the experiences and the people and the situations and the circumstances that really light us up literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> yes, beautiful, I love it. So I just wanna point out to Vicky, we are gonna be taking some questions, but a little bit later, right? We're, we're, so we're gonna be taking some questions a little bit later. So thank you for raising your hand and figuring out how to raise your hand. And Simona, thank you for helping, helping with that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so we we wanted to take uh, a few minutes and talk about some uh, practical exercises that we can do on our own to start to experience more of the 5D or to bring in, I always talk, call about bringing in, but it's not always about bringing in those frequencies, but expanding into as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, as we move into that, we want to really see and acknowledge um, all the ways that we already are bringing in information to ourselves and experiences to ourselves. We're already, I can guarantee you everyone, every single person on this call, <coughs> excuse me, I do have a bit of a cough. Um, I have to just keep my voice a little calmer. <laughs> That's difficult when you, especially when you chat. I, I know the energy gets <laughs> ramped up. I just have to keep my throat calm. Sorry. Um, that every single person is already living 5D energies already, mm -hmm. period. I can say that with 100% certainty. And here are some examples of this. And there's a reason we're going to point these things out. If you're aware of synchronicities, if you're aware of intuitive happenings in your life, that what's happening there is you're receiving information and things are happening in a sense outside of time and space out of what we would normally expect. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we know that we're manifesting outside of or living experiences outside of what you would normally experience in 3D, which is very time and space dependent. So if you have an intuitive thought and you follow it and it creates a different outcome, that already is a 5D experience. Mm -hmm. If you have an experience, I don't know how many of you have done this, a lot of people do. I mean, I'm gonna talk about it one really simple way, like the whole parking angel thing. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I believe that that's a lot more about us, us being totally aligned with 5D manifestation and we can call it parking angels and we can call it whatever we want mm -hmm. but what what do we do we get really clear that we need a parking space in a particular place and right. we hold the vision of it so clearly that it that literally things line up accordingly mm -hmm. and i don't know about any of you i've done this many times where i may be needing to get somewhere by a particular time and because of traffic or I didn't plan the timing right or something, there really isn't in terms of 3D physical reality, there is not a way in logical thinking mm -hmm. what, that I could possibly get there on time. 
And then we get into one of two scenarios, panicking over, oh my God, I'm going to be late. Maybe I'm going to miss the appointment and blah, blah, blah. And what are we doing? We're reinforcing time. But I don't know how many of you have ever actually decided, no, actually, I do need to get there at 9.55 in the morning. So I have five minutes to walk in and get settled. And, I, and you just focus on 9.55 and you, de you decide to completely ignore 3D reality and you get there at 955. People call that time bending, time manipulation, right. you know, whatever you want to call it. This is being 5D, folks. This is being 5D. We just haven't called it that. There's so many things that we already do that are literally anything you do that's outside of what you would normally expect in 3D is already 5D manifestation. You're living past the requirements, if you will, within 3D. Mm -hmm. So I want you to all just give a little woohoo and a little cheer and a pat on your back <laughs> that already you are living 5D energies as a starting point because um, our first point that we wanted to make today is um, in terms of like practical things that you can do right. is number one, Pay attention to where you're already doing it. Where have you thought about a person and they called you? Mm -hmm. Where did you wonder about a certain thing and the next day there it is? Yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Now, so step number one is, can we all for right now just promise to ourselves we're going to acknowledge how 5D we are in those moments? Mm -hmm. Like, whoa, look at me being so 5D. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason for this, and we all know this is what we pay attention to expands. Yes. Okay. We all know that we've all heard about it. This is, you know, law of attraction, all kinds of things. So the thing is, if you're really striving to be 5d and you already have evidence of the way 5d things are happening, even if it's not everything, it's a way of expanding and acknowledging what is already there and it will grow. Mm -hmm. And as it grows, as you pay more attention to it, you look for it more and you're more excited. Your sensitivity to it becomes more refined and you start seeing it show up in many other places. So allow yourself to be willing to say, okay, here's an example. Here's an example. I think Paul has an example too. So when we were in Japan last time, I really wanted to get my granddaughter some more Japanese uh, baby books, basically. I mean, she's two now, right? Mm -hmm. She wasn't even two when we were there. And it's board books because I bought her one when we were there before and she loved it. So I wanted to find her more. But we don't, we're so busy there, we don't really go shopping. Right, yeah. So we were literally walking to a meeting and was it before or after the meeting? After the meeting. After the meeting. It was in this really cool area of, of Tokyo that we hadn't been before. And we just walked and we were looking for a place to eat. And lo and behold, what's there? <laughs> now, by the way, I put, I put zero energy into looking for children's books. I just said, I really want to get a, another Japanese children's book for Olivia. And there's a, a little tiny bookstore. Mm -hmm. And right in my field of view is a whole bunch of kids' books. Okay. Now, so you can say, well, that's not a big deal. No, are you kidding? That's a big deal. I didn't even have to think about it. It's my energy field was in the right place. And there it is. And we both recognized it. And we followed through with it. 
Mm -hmm. Yes. That's the, that's the part too, the following through with it. That's a big part. Yeah, yes. exactly. I love it. <coughs> and so and Paul, did you have an example too? Yeah. I, I mean, I, again, I can just rattle off so many, but I'll, I'll, I'll pick more of sort of a, a life changing type example. So, so, um, <clears throat> Well, one of them, great advertisement for this man. Um, you know, we needed to sort of some more help with marketing. I, mm -hmm. Holly and I do our best, but we're not really good marketers. Um, and I said to the universe, you know, we need some help with this. And then sure enough, within a couple of days time, this gentleman crossed my path and, you know, do I know him from a bar of soap? No, no <laughs> idea. But again, you start to tune into our, again, another aspect that we're talking about, you tune into your own higher guidance. Does this man feel right or doesn't it feel right? What's the vibration like? Had a meeting, a brief meeting with him. It felt good. Um, we now have him on board. And, and his name's Ben Stocks, by the way. So a bit of a plug for Ben Stocks. He, he's doing a great job. He's really helping us. He's bringing wonderful ideas forward. He's very proactive. He's very engaged. Um, and, you know, he, he, he brings a new energy to where we are, where we're at. So, so as I said before, you can sit in your little bubble and continue on in that little bubble and that's fine because it's freedom of choice where we live. That's our experience. If we like our experience, we don't do anything. But if we want to change experience, you ask a question, open up yeah. to it. And the universe says, yes, here you go. And yeah. then all of a sudden our experience has changed. So bring it on, I say. You know, <laughs> there's so much more to it than that. And there's just one example, you know, so... There's a lot we can do, and, and it just happens all the time um, in so many ways. It can be to do with our health, it can be to do with our business, it can be to do with our relationships, um, you know, all sorts of things, similar things that happened to I, Holly and I with our relationships as well. So, you know, we have these incredible people that are helping with some wonderful information for Holly and I to, to make our relationship even better. So we asked, and, and and they even think the same way we do. So there's like, there's such an incredible alignment. Sometimes when we hear them speak, um, Christian and Sonica um, is their names actually. And, um, you know, they're, they even say words, it's like, wow, we speak like that. You know, they're kind of really talking relationships. They're not talking esoteric or, or ascension or anything like that. But we keep hearing words that they mention that's the same language as us. So we're like, yeah. thank you universe for bringing someone that's so vibrationally aligned to to who we are forward and yeah. we didn't have to be hard work the old ways was hard work you had to struggle for it now you ask you tune in and you allow and you keep your eyes open and and sometimes stuff will come forward that won't be the right stuff and you go nope doesn't feel right pass you know keep going yeah and that's exactly. one of the little navigation pieces as well and that's the key to manifestation if, if anybody is asking whether like, how do i manifest something Paul just explained it in those five steps. I think it was five. I'm not sure, but I think it was five. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. And, yeah. and it works so well once we, we open ourselves up to it, you know, yeah. and it's yeah. all about choice. We just choose. Without and trying to control it, you know, it's all, it's about being an allowance, right? And willing to receive, even though it'll look different than what we think, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and the truth is like my little story about the Japanese books for my granddaughter is mm -hmm. that um, the reality is I had zero attachment to if and when and where yes. I would find a children's book for her. And so I had no energy of constriction. It was just open. 
And the, the times that I see the most synchronistic things are when I don't have a, a firm attachment or really fear associated mm-hmm. constriction associated with the outcome. And then I, that happens a lot more easily. And so that goes to our second point of what we wanted to share mm-hmm. is really being aware of your own vibration and your own energy. And to go into this, I want to just back up just a a moment. If we look at the universe as our model, because we are universal beings right now, we're not growing into being a universal being. We already are now because we are of the universe. Mm -hmm. So what the universe is doing is expanding. It's ever-changing, it's growing, it's very dynamic, it's not static, and it's not constricted, okay? And even science would tell you that. My, my son, who's a PhD in astrophysics, I mean, he'd tell you that, you know, like there's all of this movement and outward, outward movement. All right, so with that being said, when you become aware of how you feel about things, really become aware of does this energy feel like it's expanding me or does it feel like it's contracting me? Because if something's expansive, number one, you are moving in a universally directed way. Mm -hmm. If it's contracting, it's opposite of that. Now, our emotions generally tell you about the direction of the energy. (laughs) And a lot of us know this from Abraham Hicks, but I mean, this is a truth that Abraham really brought out. But the reality, I mean, this is just a fact that, you know, when we think about feeling depressed, sad, angry, frustrated, we immediately, if if I asked all of you to make your body look depressed, sad, angry, Mm -hmm. or frustrated, there would be a caving in of it. Mm -hmm. You would not be like, you would, there would be some kind of, bringing in of your energy if you felt that way. All right. Zero judgment about anyone feeling that way. We all have emotional highs and lows. But when we look about wanting to live in a more ascended field, the key is really always watching and becoming, in a sense, hyper aware, is my energy moving outward or inward? Mm -hmm. And there And based on that now, okay, so with that being said, outward and inward, we want to really become aware of our own vibration and what we're bringing to the table, which really means what we're bringing to our life in any given moment in time. And so I'm going to just use a little scenario. If I hate going to work every day, Mm -hmm. If I hate where I work, I hate the people I work with, I don't like the politics at work, I don't like the department, I don't even like what the company's doing, right? If I go in there with that mindset, I mean, this is super obvious, everyone, you know, is that an inward or an outward energy? It's pretty much an inward energy, so I'm going to have an inward experience. I'm going to have one that matches that. So then the key is, what do I want? What is the experience I want to have more of? If I want to be ascending into 5D, I know that I want my, sorry, my energy and my emotions to be bigger. I want to have them moving out. And so you don't have to decide that you love work. This is the key. You do not have to decide you love where you go to work and and have all of those external circumstances changed in order for you to feel good about being there, you can choose 
to change your energy literally by changing your thoughts and the focus of your attention, you may still be in a really unhealthy work environment. And that's a whole nother conversation, mm -hmm. but you can still be in an expanded energy field in a oppressive space so that you're really wanting to keep your energies open and excited and empowered. Right. Right. Yeah. I love it. And that's the thing. Sometimes you can't necessarily change your working environment, but you can change you, right? You can't change the work environment, but you can focus on what you can change about you, which is being at a higher vibration, being more expanded, you know, and, you know, not getting caught up in the negativity per se, of where you might be working. And one of the things that's very hard for people is when they're in a place, I mean, and it's real. If you have a really challenged relationship, you have a challenged work situation, you have a challenged family relationship, whatever it is can be so compelling to pay attention to it, right? Yeah. And it's really hard not to pay attention to it. Yeah. And it's really hard not to feel victimized and struggling with it. And it could have been going on for decades and you hate it and you never, you don't know why you have this experience. You, what you want to do is somehow get out of the inward movement of the energy just to outward. So here are a few suggestions with regard to that. Mm -hmm. You can use these however you want, whatever works for you, but these change your energies in an ascending fifth dimensional way. Number one, you choose something to shift your mind's focus. So it could be a mantra. Right. It could be an affirmation. It could be thinking about something that you just love and always brings you joy. It could be your dog. For me right now, it's my granddaughter who's two. And I just this week had a, <laughs> we, we had a, a brand new granddaughter born. So it's like, these two little girls are just so amazing. They bring me joy just to even think about them and to see mm -hmm. the pictures that are coming through. I watch your light up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so the reality is, is I can be going to work and I can be, I can be mindful of how do I want my energy field to go? I want it to be in a fifth dimensional way. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to be in a fifth dimensional place, which means my energies feel expansive. So I'm going to, we can choose our thoughts. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things about the human condition is we can choose our thoughts. And so far, and the free will zone. We live in a free will zone, so we get to make a choice. Exactly. So if 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 I'm thinking certain things that are going to manifest my reality, I can choose different thoughts. Not all beings on this planet can choose their thoughts. We can choose our thoughts. Mm -hmm. So all we have to do is choose different thoughts and choose on behalf of an expanded energy field, no matter what it was what it is. I also, when I get stuck in loops, I use Ho'oponopono a lot. Mm -hmm. And maybe Paul, you could type that in there. Yeah. And people can look it up if they're not familiar with it. It really interrupts the hamster wheel. Yeah. You know, and it's like sticks the finger in the hamster wheel of thoughts that are not supportive of you. And, and I want you to just reframe all of this about matching your energy to an expanding energy field and a, awakening energy field for you to be more 5d so just just say i'm going to be more 5d today and i'm going to 
be very mindful of my thoughts. And if I'm realizing I'm having thoughts that aren't positive, these are my action steps. <laughs> I love this mantra. I'm going to sing these affirmations. I drive in the car and I sing along to the, this music. I mean, do what I, I love walking out in nature. I love sitting under this tree. Do what you need to do that puts you in an expansive energy field. And so it makes you more empowered because you the conditions around you that aren't comfortable for you don't dictate your experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, think I love it. Piece too, just to add on what Holly's talking about is because we have this freedom of choice, the, the conscious mind is a mechanism that allows us to program <laughs> the subconscious and get rid of those patterns pieces. So if you find that you, you don't like what your thoughts are or you don't like your job or whatever it is, you, you, you want to start to, as part of these affirmations, make them a more prominent piece in your life. If you, if you get up in the morning and you just say, I'm going to be happy, you know, and then that's it for the whole day. Um, it's sort of like you and I going to the gym once a month and expecting to be, you know, fit and healthy and strong and lift, push big weights or something like that. It, it, it's, it's contributing, but it's in a very small way. So <laughs> you, you really want to be mindful of your thoughts. And, and whenever you, many times a day, if you really want to accelerate this process, many times a day, choose the new, choose the higher vibration, choose yeah. the new thoughts. Even if you write them down, um, I've actually got a whole lot of little things on my phone as little reminders and it just like an alarm sort of keeps happening. I'm trying to find the right alarm that works for what I want because I wanted to show some words instead of just making a noise, but um, or doing both. But, um, but, but you can bring that up and it, it, it shows, it reminds you of the words that you want or the thing that you desire, you know, whatever it may be. So you're constantly reintroducing that energy in through your own choice and then you make that choice and as yeah. you keep doing that that accelerates the whole process i love that absolutely and, and that's the thing it's a continuous thing right it's 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 us choosing to continuously focus on being in 5d or you know having the 5d experiences while we're here in the 3d right so instead of ge getting bogged down and mired in the 3d sometimes when it happens it's like the more that we can focus on being 5D, having those 5D experiences, the easier it will be for us to stay above the drama and trauma, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly, because mm -hmm. we have more resilience, you know, and the resilience comes because our energy field is larger. Yeah. We often believe resilience is because I've healed these things, I've solved these problems. You know, the reality is our resilience is there as our light expands. Yes. So do anything you can to stay expansive and know that the more you do that, the more your energy field is tapping into 5D. I've had the experience that the more I work in 5D, I feel like I have more downloads, I have more intuitive hits, I have mm -hmm. more certainty about my yeses and my noes. And also, here's the other thing that we wanted to talk about is, as we start living 5D, more 5d we start to really see how connected everything is mm -hmm. because 5d is a very intrinsically connected field i mean we're still connected now but in 3d our awareness is on individuality right it's on separation and so as we move more to 5d 
we see and experience more of the continuity of the connection. And part of that then is seeing synchronicity. Synchronicity is evidence of this continuity of connection. But I also personally believe that more people are waking up and talking about what's happening to the planet and we have, you know, what we have responsibility for the planet, the fact that it's happening to them over there in that part of the world. It's not separate from me. Mm-hmm. If that thing is happening to those people there, it's happening in my world as well because we all are one. And the fact that I view that we have social and environmental activism and people waking up to this is it's almost like a subconscious impulse of us living in an awareness of we're not separate mm-hmm. and we have we are learning to just even open our awareness to the interconnectedness that we all have and i mean we could talk about that for days right like <laughs> you know like what happens to the bees happens yeah. to all of us and this is serious stuff but the fact that we're waking up and having these conversations i believe is evidence of us living in a larger field of understanding that we all make a difference. And that's a 5D concept. We're not an island. Mm -hmm. And so really looking at all this, it helps us really um, start to acknowledge how intrinsically we're all connected and that that's how come we can intuitively pick up on everything. And that's a 5D piece. So expanding our energy field helps us live into that, that bigger awareness. Now, we wanted to share a couple of other things. So it's easy to say like the words like, oh, expand your energy field. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know? How do we do that? So I want to share something super simple. Everyone can do it. And you already have what it takes to do this right now. First of all, I want you to notice what happens, and we all know this, with your breathing, when you're stressed, when you're upset, what? Shallow, right? Mm -hmm. You might be holding your breath. I mean, how many times have you realized when you're in a moment, you go (gasps) like, oh my gosh, I've been holding my breath, okay? And holding your breath, I'm going to say something really obvious here, is not expansive. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Holding yes. your breath. You're dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holding your breath is, if we just look at this from an energetic point of view, is shallow breathing, stressed out breathing, holding your breath, not breathing properly in one way or another. It's a very inwardly moving experience. So mm-hmm. one of the easiest ways you can expand your energy field is to do long, slow, deep breathing okay and so that means you know say paul and i are having a moment we're having an argument maybe paul's really heated what normally happens is we entrain to each other right and i'm going to get heated and he's going to get more heated and i'm going to get more heated and we just accelerate (laughs) and it's just oh my gosh it can be a mess right but say he's really heated in the moment if i can have the presence of mind and the awareness of what energy field I want to be in, I can be listening to him or vice versa. You know, maybe I'm losing my mind and (laughs) Paul can, you know, have his centering and just literally you can still be present for the person and just 
really slow your breathing down because we entrain to each other. Mm -hmm. That's part of living in a connected field. So if I want to live in an expanded energy field, a 5D field, I know I want my energy moving outward and my breath can support the energy moving outward. And our awareness going outward. Thank you for sharing with me a new perspective. So there you go. That as well. And when you're expanding outwards, when you're doing the breathing, you know, if you are doing it, Holly, then Paul will entrain to you because you are vibrating higher, right? If I stay the course with it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've done this at different times and I get impatient about my, my slow breathing, not changing the energy. I'm being really honest here. Mm -hmm. And then I might still, you know, we'll just keep using this example. Um, but using this example, if say I do deep breathing four times and I, and now it's like, I want him to shift and I get impatient. His energy field is still stronger than mine. Mm -hmm. So you have to just kind of stay with it and trust it and practice it and, and drop into it. And part of what happens is I, when I do that kind of deep breathing, I imagine my energy going out more also. Mm. I, I take my imagination with it so that I envision and invite my energy to be bigger. And as I do that, if in, you know, in this example, I'm just sharing right now, it means that he could have an opportunity to be in that expanded energy field because we're all connected. Yeah, we make a choice. But it doesn't even have to happen in a conflict. It could be, you know, you're ruminating on something that happened, you know, over in some other experience with somebody else and they're not even there. You can slow your breathing down. And if anyone's really interested in it, look up some yogic breathing. There are all kinds of exercises. There's something that Yogi Bhajan brought forward called the one minute breath. And it may be out there in other ways, just because Paul and I do Kundalini yoga, I'm familiar with it that way. Mm -hmm. One minute breath, really good in a million different ways to keep your energy field really expanded. I also, when I do this expanded breathing and I visualize my energy field expanding, I also drop my awareness down into my heart. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, exactly. And I find it really helps. And again, just be mindful of what direction do I want my energy field to go outward Mm -hmm. and make everything about that in the day. I mean, you could even make it about what food you eat. You know, like, does this food that I'm choosing to eat right now, does it feel like it's going to expand or contract my energy field? And because that takes you into 5D living. Mm -hmm. And And just ask that question, right? get out of your head, be present in your body and ask that question. Does this food take me into an expanded state or not? Right? Right. And, and then what it does is take us away a little bit from the idea of, Oh, I'm not spiritual enough or I'm not high vibrating enough. We just, because that's like another trap that we can all get into. Right. The idea is just be mindful. And, and you know, the truth is maybe sometimes you just really want to be in a contracted energy field. That's okay too, because <laughs> yeah. you're making, you have awareness and choice around it and, and that's okay too. Yeah. Um, also just even sometimes getting from a yucky place even part and getting to neutral is a really good advancement. You don't have to get from, I'm feeling really yucky today. And you don't have to get to feeling great. Don't worry about it. Don't put that mm-hmm. much pressure on yourself. It may be way too much of a stretch. It's all right. Yeah. But if you go from feeling really yucky to neutral, 
that's heroic. You know, you can be Rocky Balboa on top of the <laughs> stairs if you get to neutral, if you're really not feeling good. So anything that you can take that helps you feel in a more expansive energy field and watch your energy that way, it's going to be a game changer in that way. And this is 5D living, folks. It's so simple. Yeah, and it's not complicated it's and it's something we can all do. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. And we don't need to feel like there are more hoops. I'm not spiritual enough. It doesn't matter if you are angry today. You can still expand your energy field. It's good. It's fine. We are still here having a 3D contrasting experience. Yeah. It's all right. Now, how do you right the ship again if it got a little wobbly? And the High Council of Orion talks about, you know, you're not missing anything now. Many of us think, okay, I'm missing something. I need to do this or I need to do that. They say you have everything that you need right now to ascend. You know, there's nothing missing. So it's really more than anything else, us just making a choice. And in some cases, getting out of our own way so that we can then, you know, mm -hmm. make that shift. And as we embrace, as we've talked about now, the, the opportunities to ask the questions, the expansiveness, the connecting to your heart, ho'oponopono, whatever it may be, as you embrace that more and more, that whole piece becomes so much easier, you know, because once you've got started, it's like when you go to the gym, it might be hard when you first start going to the gym, you go through that, that brief period where we have that resistance, oh, I don't really don't want to go to the gym today. And if you can push through that, you then get to that place where it actually becomes easy and fun and your body is in support and your, you know, all the chemicals change in your body and you become a whole lot more hyped up because of the, what's going to the gym. It's the same thing with a spiritual piece, you know, with this raising of consciousness, you get more aligned with it. Yes, you're going to go through, I'll almost guarantee with everyone, there's some resistance point that you yeah. go in the mind, doesn't want to let go. And then <clears throat> you keep going and you almost push your way through that. And, and then it just becomes so much more easier. And, and addressing Linda's question about what happens if other person does not shift to entrain with you, but resents you in that sort of, you know, conflict type situation, you know, and this is, this is going to sound, I, I apologize if this sounds really horrible, but we're actually in charge of our own selves. We're not in charge of anyone else. So if you can hold that expansive place, connect to your heart, be in that centered place, you made the choice of that place. You're in a higher vibration. And I would hope in most cases, you feel a whole lot better. The other person, if they choose not to entrain to you, which is a choice, then they stay in that place. And that's okay too. See, so this is the interesting piece. As we, as we raise our consciousness, we start to move beyond duality. We start to, you know, we're very much entrenched in happy, sad, good, bad, the mm -hmm. duality of it. But as soon as we raise our consciousness and, and start to transcend the 3D, the duality which exists very much in 3D, you start to see that everything really is perfect. There is no real good or bad. There's just an experience. So, and, and we're not forcing the other person to entrain to us, you know, to yes. our energy, right? So it's fine. Yeah. If they do, they, they do, they do, they don't, they don't. And if they resent you, that's their thing again. You know, that's something mm -hmm. they have, they're you know, working with. Yes. That's nothing well, to do with you. Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, I completely agree with that. And the, because the reality is, is like, you can do this breathing thing and nobody's going to notice. And typically, if I were doing it, I wouldn't say to somebody, just a minute, I'm going to do some deep breathing so you can entrain to my expanded <laughs> I wouldn't, I mean, I would do it for me. Like you're saying, I'm doing it for me. Yeah. What's the, my choice of my energy field? 
what I know is I'm moving to 5D and that means I want my energy field to always be larger than whatever it is in this moment. And one of the ways I can do it is with this deep breathing. Mm -hmm. And do I want to entrain to me and my choice or do I want to train to them? They get to be exactly like you said, wherever they are, but they may not even know that you're doing it. And, um, and just stay the course without thinking I'm doing this for them. I mean, that's oh, yeah. part of, in my mind, getting, we don't need to do anything for anyone else anymore. And that's part of a 5D consciousness means if I do it for myself, I do it for the world. How about that? Mm -hmm. I mean, or, really, or not even that, just do it for yourself because it feels good sure. for you. Exactly. And the better my energy field is, then no matter, because we're all connected, everyone has an opportunity to, to reach out and connect with that if they're ready to do it. But yeah, I mean, I think part, this is going to sound really funny. Part of this paradigm, the older paradigms that we're breaking through is the idea that I have to sacrifice myself for you mm -hmm. or for a higher goal. I mean, let's look back in history. I mean, Ishtar and High Council of Orion are always t reminding us what happened in history mm -hmm. and what we're breaking through and beyond right now in terms of collective consciousness. Remember, we were told that we were sinners and that, you know, that we were inherently bad and we may never even get to the, you know, the promised land, so to speak, because we were inherently sinners. What we're discovering is that, oh, actually, you know what? Our light always has been there. Yeah. And so that if my light is there, that means that inherent goodness is there. And I'm going to really focus on that and expand it and grow it and live into that new truth. And so we're really exactly. recreating some new collective paradigms here. And that's part of what this ascension process is and why some of us, which would include everyone here, we're kind of, we're the ones pushing the edge, mm -hmm. you know? we're the ones being the pioneers out there um, because we're all here open to having this conversation. So our, we're here to say, no, I actually can do this. And I'm here to learn a new way of being a human. Remember, the higher aspect of ourselves knows all this already. We're reframing what it means to be human in a on this planet we've had a lot of other experiences now we're creating a new experience of what it means to come down here and be human and so you know we're at the shift point it can get a little messy there but we're <laughs> learning new stuff yeah we are. and it's fun and it's it's exciting and and we want to take it that way of like oh man i just totally was imploding energies all day okay what can i do to shift it now we don't have to make it too big or too heavy yeah just it's okay yeah and and don't judge yourself and don't make it significant it's fine just move on from from where you are now you know it's like we all have those moments <laughs> you know hours sometimes when we just like explode you know but you know in the just do something different right yeah and you know i think you know again <coughs> some of the other things that you can do again this part of the support now some of the things we, we mentioned today and, and little items that i'm just going to finish off here they sound really simple and our mind goes yeah i wanted something you know really profound or something like that to help me shift and yes our next level teachings we can teach you more profound things but the truth of the matter is is that when you start with the basics it's something that we all have something we all have access to and it really is so easy it's literally like 
you know, do I need to go to the gym and get all these fancy machines or can I just pick up a set of barbells at home and lift the barbells? So, so this is the sort of thing. So, you know, some of the important things about keeping yourself better is, is doing regular exercise. You, you're looking after the physicality. You know, your soul has chosen to be embodied in this beautiful vehicle for X number of years to then experience the emotional, physical, uh, energetic experiences of this realm. So look after this vehicle because it'll give you a, it's, it's better able to give you the best experiences. Um, meditation, you know, ideally in the morning, I would suggest only because for me, it starts the day in a beautiful way. So doing that in the morning. So some form of meditations. And there's so many different ways we can do it, but the results are all very much the same in that piece. Helps brighten <coughs> the mind, helps us get more connected, helps us also, as what we're talking today, tune more into allowing the guidance from our higher selves, because we are multidimensional, to bring that in the guidance from our team, our angels, our guides, whoever it may be, so that's an important piece to allow that avenue to, to grow. And, and then the self-care. There's so much of what's happening in our world where we're not necessarily caring for ourselves, especially mums that are really committing everything to the kids and the family and, and the job and everything else. The ladies really are more powerful and you can handle everything and you can do it all. But there's a point where you also need to do the self-care piece mm -hmm. as well because then you start to operate on empty and, the, and, and everyone and everything feels the result of that, especially yourself. So the self-care is really important. Um, <clears throat> and then really this next piece about, you know, just making that choice of wanting the expansive piece. You know, what makes me feel better? Asking those questions. Does this make me feel better or does this make me feel better? And as, as you start to gravitate towards those things, you're allowing your higher self, your heart, your soul, to act like a compass and guide your life to bring you to the next level of that next vibration that, that's aligned with you, that, that makes you happy, which mm -hmm. expands you. And then the next choice of what's <clears throat> aligned with you that makes you happy. And then it just keeps going. It's like the ladder, the next little bit, the next little bit. It doesn't have to be a big jump. It's those little steps that all add up. So um, I, I, do you feel like? Yeah, Thank I mean, the, the point about the exercise, meditation, self-care, all of that, those were examples that we have there also just to say, do what makes you feel good. Yeah. Now, if exercise doesn't make you feel good, don't do it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> if meditation doesn't make you feel good, don't do it. <laughs> you know, the idea is choose things literally like if I do this right now or if I do this this evening, how does it feel like my energy is moving with that? Is it moving outwardly? Great. If it's moving inwardly and it feels like an obligation and it's like just be mindful of the directional flow of your energy. Now, here's the key to all of this. And we talked about this as well. When you're working with your energy flow inward and outward, when you're noticing more synchronicities, more intuitive experiences, more connection to the field, all of these things, please acknowledge what's mm -hmm. going on. Please do not take it for granted. Literally say to yourself, woo, look at me. I'm all 5D today. I'm really rocking 5D today because as we acknowledge it, it's going to grow. It's going to expand. Yeah. We're going to hold on to the experience. We're going to feel worthy of it. We're going to feel empowered. We're going to see how what we did made a difference. So 
a really key component with all of this is acknowledge the ways you're growing and changing, the things you're trying to do, and the ways they're making a difference, and really hang on to that and own it. Yeah, I love it. And and the more you acknowledge, you know, the more you are aware of the experience, and then the more other experiences you become aware of. You know, so it it happens a lot, and it's just it's just because we're not seeing it, you know, but it's always happening. And so we exactly. are living more and more in 5D than we think we are. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, exactly what we wanted to bring forward is we are living with a lot of 5D energies already. Let's yeah. play with them. Let's acknowledge them. Let's see how easy they are. They're not mystical and way out there and hard to reach. We're already embodying a lot of them now. And so let's own it and allow it to grow. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Thank you. So to honor everyone's time, shall we, shall we move on to some really cool channeling? Because that's always a really fun bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to be clear really quickly. So you're going to do some channeling, Holly, and then you're going to take some questions after that? Yes. Yes. Awesome. And what I would encourage everyone to do, um, the, the, while Holly's tuning into the High Council of Orion, um, the High Council of Orion are specifically Ascension Guides. Okay, so, so we love questions. We love people to ask questions. We really want people to think about while Holly's doing some channeling on the High Council is talking to us, think about a question. But what I'm encouraging you to do, think about a question that is related to your ascension, your conscious raising. Um, th this is not a psychic mediumship reading here. You know, tell me about my boyfriend and why isn't my boyfriend doing this for me, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, there's perfect questions, but they're not in this context. This context is about ascension. So I would encourage everyone, please ask some really cool questions about how can I raise my consciousness or, you know, cause they, <clears throat> they are really aligned with giving you some incredible information. And in most cases, very, grounded information to help you practically right now in those areas. So that'll maximize what everyone else benefits as well from your questions, because then mm -hmm. everyone kind of gets a good benefit out of that. So just a suggestion, just an encouragement, but we do love questions. Greetings, dear ones. We are the High Council of Orion. And what a blessing and an honor it is to be here today with all of you in this moment and in all the moments that flow from this. For as we know, time really is irrelevant. So all of you at any moment in time listening to this message are included whether it's in this now moment or a different now moment. And we wanna to talk today about the idea of time and about the idea of now and how it's so easy to say, live in the now. And yet it's very often that it's hard to live in the now. Would you agree? Yes. There are so many thoughts. There's so many experience. There's so many woundings. Mm 
there's so many questions and conundrums and sense of worthiness and not worthiness around the energies of who you are that really keep you from really being present to this now. And we're bringing in a large infusion of energy to allow everyone who's open to the receiving of it to really feel as well as hear this energetic message. And we're going to talk about the energy and awareness of living in the now versus all the things that you feel like you need to heal, resolve, understand, and release in order for you to be in the now. From an energetic perspective, we're going to tell you something. From a higher dimension ascended consciousness, the past is always the past and it never comes forward with you. Now, easy to say in a space where we're not bound by time and, 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 and space the way you are here. There's a density here that you're experiencing as your reality that is not the same, in a sense, reality that we experience. So we're just going to open you up to the idea that as you move through your ascension process, things that you think must be resolved, understood, healed, released, in order for you to move forward, it will cease to need to be that. Now that's a big statement. And this could be spoken about for 10 or 20 or 40 days. The reality is that there is a collective consciousness belief that something within you needs to be fixed before you can experience the light and the truth of who you are. This needs to be said again. There's a belief within the collective consciousness that has been generated and developed and cultivated over eons of human incarnations that says, in order for me to live in the light and the truth of who I am, to be able to have God realization expand into unity consciousness, reconnect with source, the flaws in who I am need to be resolved. And what we're telling you right now is that's a distortion in the collective consciousness and it's not a requirement. It's not a requirement. That needs a lot of space and a lot of energy, does it not? Yes. Because inherent to all those previous experiences, whether you're looking at experiences from last week or earlier in this lifetime or experiences you know or believe to be true from other lifetimes, meaning other incarnated experiences that you've had, 
The reality is the foundational assumption is from my perspective now, those were problematic. I need to clear them up in order to live in my light. And so what we're going to say is your light was never gone from you. There's a continuity of the light and the truth of who you are connected to source energy through your, the higher aspects of your soul that has been there through every single experience, no matter what it is, no matter what it is. So that what that means is inherently all those experiences were being delivered to you for an experience of growth and transformation and unfolding, even if from a human perspective, they did not look pretty, they were not comfortable, they could have been downright traumatic and upsetting. But inherently, the light and the truth of who you are was always there. So reality says, our reality, not necessarily 3D reality, says that if the light and the truth is always there, that means that there were none of those experiences that ever have broken you off from source and from the light and the truth of who you are. Some of you right now in this moment live in more light and truth and goodness and rightness of yourself with a greater sense of possibility than you've ever had since earlier in this incarnation. Would you agree? Yes. So what this means is it is possible, and there's a conversation here around what the mind wants to do with this, it is possible to honor those experiences as the right thing for you, even if they don't make sense from a human perspective. And you're going to see, know, and trust that your light was there regardless of what those experiences are. And those experiences did not mean, here's the kicker, folks, that anything was inherently wrong with you because you had those experiences. This is very important. Please take this in. There was nothing inherently wrong with you at your core because you had those experiences. That could be your new mantra. Even though I had those experiences, the light and the truth have always and always will be with me. I am the light and truth of my experiences. And just take a moment and feel into the space for yourself. And now your mind's going to have a little bit of a, a trouble with this. <sighs> Breathe into the space that what if there's nothing to heal from the past except your belief that something from the past needs to be healed? 
and that you can, there is nothing that is required to be in your way to discover and live the light and the truth of who you truly are, what you crave as your living embodied experience. And this is how you begin to live in the now. Where you can say, I, from a human perspective, I don't understand all that. There was a lot of, from a human perspective, there was a lot of pain and anguish and upset, fear, trepidation, all kinds of things from a human perspective that did happen. And yet, I'm going to focus on my light because my light was there then and it is now. My light is transcendent. So I'm not required to heal, release, resolve, understand, forgive those experiences. And for me to be in my moment of my experience, of my expanding light, awareness, and consciousness. This is a big deal. But when you hear, be in the now, and you feel like, wow, that sounds like a great idea. I have no idea how to do it. Do it by honoring the difference between the human experience and the truth of who you are. That human experience was rough. I know that I'm just looking for my light. So I'm going to acknowledge that the human experiences were tough and they are not me. They were experiences my light is here, so that automatically brings you into your now. And then this now becomes the next now and becomes the next now. So there's no requirement to heal, release, resolve anything that you feel is keeping you from your light because they were human experiences, not the experience of the light and the truth of who you are. As you pay attention to that and you focus on that, your light grows. And your light growing means that you become more radiant. And as you become more radiant, as the light and the truth of you shines out so strongly, you become like the lighthouse on the dark and stormy night. You become magnetic. You draw to you what you need for your next level of growth and unfolding. And you can do that in your here and now, even if from a human perspective, you had some challenges. Focus on your light, be here in your light and feel that it's not a requirement for me to resolve and heal all those things in order for me to be my fullest, highest, incredible, glorious potential. You are intended to be here with exactly the light of who you are shining through you, through your prism of your body and your life's experiences. Trust that. If 
people could realize there's nothing that is required to heal, to go for what they really want, what they desire, trust that what they want and desire they're worthy of, and let the past be in the past, reframing it as an uncomfortable human experience. If everyone did that, you would see incredible changes on the planet happening right now. So do it for you. Do it for proving to yourself that you can move forward, even if there were some uncomfortable human experiences in your past. Focus on your light. It's not a requirement. It's a belief. So reframe the belief by challenging the belief. Does anyone have any questions? I know Vicky had her <coughs> hand up from earlier on. Does anyone have any questions for the High Council of the Night? Yeah, that was powerful. Um, so, wow. I'm gonna, we're going to go to Vicky first, and then we'll go to phone number ending in 324. All right, so Vicky, I'm going to go ahead and unmute you. I, I just want you to take a deep breath first, because that was a lot of energy and information and wisdom that we just received. So just take a deep breath first. <laughs> And I'll go ahead and unmute you. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Awesome message. Lovely energies. Um, and hi, Paul and Holly. I've been working with you for a while. Um, I know that I am not my body and that this is a human experience. Now, it doesn't mean there's not some part of me that's thinking what the belief thing is that they just talked about. But it's like, since I have stepped into that awareness more this year, my life has kind of shut down and I can't, I don't feel like I can connect to that light part of me. I don't feel my, my intuition anymore. I breathe for a couple hours a day. I meditate. I do universal spheres. I, you know, I do, 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 breathe, breathe, breathe to make myself feel good, but I'm barely able to even, I mean, Every month for months, which I'm glad to let that be the past. This month could be different, please. Um, the day before or two days before, I'm almost homeless. And that is incredibly hard to live with. So um, I, you know, the High Council of Orion has told me before, you know, I am that I am. I'm worthy because I am. I do all this. So what am I doing that I am not recognizing that I'm doing that will allow me to live here in the body and support myself while being on my ascension path? <clears throat> so we're going to share something with you. Thank you. That... I'm going to say this is Holly Vicky. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if they've told you this before. Okay. Okay. Saying to the audience, Vicky and I have done a lot of work together. Yes. <laughs> so I, and, but I don't consciously remember what yes, I said ever. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what's coming up from them right now. Okay. Okay. 
one of the interesting experiences of many light workers, healers, energy workers, no matter how you want to frame it or define it, is struggling to survive, so to speak. And it shows up in many different ways. It shows up as an example of what you're saying. It shows up where there are people who have lots of skills developed and they stay in their regular job, even though they'd rather have a job working in the light. And so it becomes their hobby. There are many, many different ways that this shows up. But part of the interface of what's happening right now, and this is a, a consciousness shift, is the, it's bringing two paradigms that have been wildly separate before into the same space. And what this means is this. There have been many lifetimes that many light workers have worked in seclusion in one way or another. Seclusion could look like um, being cloistered in a monastic or religious type order where all the spiritual gifts were honed and developed and cultivated in a, a, a spiritually elite, if you will, uh, setting where life circumstances such as food and shelter and things like that were completely taken care of. So the cultivation of your gifts, you could pull, put 100% attention on it and the day-to-day -day living was not part of your concern. Even if it was modest living, there, was, there were always food, clothing, shelter, and that kind of thing so that the focus on gifts could be that way. There are also secluded type situations where many may have had gifts cultivated and then they became the advisor to the king or a governmental official, again, cloistered where they're taken care of because of their gifts. And we could go on about ex experiences like that, but in many, many historical time frames, those with gifts were secluded one way or the other, sometimes for good reasons and sometimes for traumatic reasons. There have been people with gifts who've been secluded by being jailed, killed, maimed, burned. We all know about that history as well. So there's a seclusionary energy and Holly's asking if seclusionary is actually a word, um, seclusionary energy around those with gifts. And then there were other lifetimes where one didn't have the gifts coming forward and they lived their everyday normal 3D life where they were engaged in normal quote unquote living. But what's happening here is, is a, which makes sense in a field of ascension where one is growing into a greater awareness and understanding of the unity of all that is a unified field. That means any areas where things were separated need to come together. So while this is traumatic and upsetting and of course stressful for you, there's no doubting that experience. But what we're saying here is what you're doing is, is learning and literally shifting the fiber of what your life experience has been to choose to be in the world, of the world, and with your spiritual gifts, and trusting that it can all coalesce together in a space 
that's not fear-based, that the world can support you, the energies can support you, the, the, you aren't going to be secluded in the traumatic ways of seclusion. And so there are many light workers who are working literally to change the fabric of that piece of energy in the collective consciousness that things need to be separate. Or, and now you're, you yourself are weaving fabric together that, and many other light workers are doing the same, weaving fabric together in a way that's new and different. You're creating a new tapestry of reality that those with gifts, those who want to contribute that way in terms of healing, a better experience of life, and also doing it and earn a living at it, so to speak, that it can all be combined into one. So here are a few suggestions. Number one is, and this is known to you, but this is going to be said again. Number one is, even if something comes through at the very last minute, at the very last minute for you, you say, well, I was almost homeless. Something came through, so you weren't. Be eternally grateful for it, which you are, and you are acknowledging that there is support. And then you want to acknowledge maybe support needs to come a little earlier. So there's an energy of the 11th hour that you tend to pull things out. Would you agree about that in your life? Yes. You always do it in the 11th hour. Oh, I know. So the key is acknowledge, I'm an 11th hour person. Go me. I've really solidly established myself as an 11th hour person and I've proven it to myself over and over again. Now get curious. I wonder what it would be like to do it at the 10th hour. Let's not go back to the first hour because that's a little too big of a step. What would it be like to do it at the 10th hour or the ninth hour? What would it be like to begin to shift that so that it's not till you're hanging on by your fingernails so that you start backing in a sense that energetic belief system up just a little bit to prove to yourself. So it's not in the last two days. Hey, let's play with this universe. Let's do it in the last seven days this time. Okay, so that you begin to shift the pattern of, of moving from 11th hour to some other hour. That is a reasonable stretch from where you are. Okay, yes. and honor and acknowledge the fact that you really are amazing at 11th hour manifestation. Oh, I know, but it's taken its toll. <laughs> and it's taken its toll. So instead of judging yourself for it, expand your energy by saying, I am kick-ass 11th hour manifester. <laughs> I am so good at that. Make a list, post it up, say, look at all the ways. And don't talk about how stressful it was to get to the 11th hour because your vibration is 11th hour. It's perfectly aligned. Now the key is I, I'm going to choose a different experience, not to make it right or wrong. I wonder what it would be like to be a 10th hour manifester. Okay. And ninth hour, play with that without ever making yourself wrong, feeling that you're wrong or broken. Acknowledge what is true and see what's right about it. I mean, you could really celebrate being 11th hour manifester because there are other people who wouldn't, who wouldn't still be in their home. Yes. So 
what is the difference between what you were first talking about and the past don't have to be healed and it's not broken and da da da, like you said, not to discount it, but to keep it short, and reweaving it in now? I mean, to me, it's it's still the same thing. We have to deal with the past. Is that my brain? You have to deal with the past because it's such a beautiful collective thought form. <laughs> As long as you believe you have to deal with the past, then you have to deal with the past. Absolutely. Okay, so can we... But so you could say, so you, what you're doing is saying, I'm creating a new paradigm. You, you're not saying I'm healing the past. You're creating a new paradigm. You have two, two energies that were separate before. Yes. And when you combine them together, they create something new. You're the catalyst and many light workers are for creating a new paradigm. So it's not about you healing. There was nothing said about you healing the past. There's no. awareness brought in about what the past experiences have been. There actually was nothing to heal about those experiences because they were perfect and right at the time they were. You see? Yes. Yes. So there was nothing ever wrong in any of those times and places. We may not want to do it now, but it, there was nothing wrong. It was all perfect. And we all dove deep into it to say, I want this experience. So there was nothing wrong with it. It only seems wrong because we have a different sensibility about it right now. But the reality is when you say these two things were separate, I'm going to reweave them. You're, you're recreating a new paradigm. So that's a very forward thinking, very now moment. Okay, so to just reframe it in my mind is I'm reweaving it instead of healing it. I'm creating a new paradigm. I'm creating a new paradigm. Okay. I'm creating a paradigm where I can do this work and support myself, and they don't need to be separate. Okay, thank you. You're and, welcome. Um, so I continue to ask every single day <laughs> for you to work with me and, um, and have for a while and ask that you help me to be in the moment and i appreciate that my last thing is is if i sit down and say i would like a session and i'm going to lay here and i connect with you and say help me with for what's my highest and best interest can i also do that and just breathe and know what's happening yes we'll talk about it two minutes in a few moments okay thank you awesome appreciate it thank, thank you Vicky. So I just want to say for everybody, everything that the High Council of Orion shared for Vicky applies to each and every one of you who that resonates for. That was not just for Vicky. Okay. So please take in all that information that we just received um, for Vicky because it wasn't just for her. It was for all of us. All right. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. And that's the beautiful thing about questions. They never... It appears that one person is asking it, but the energy wants the question asked and one person asked the question, but the energy wants the question in the field. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a great question. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and it's a very, it's, it's, it's a question that many light workers, energy workers, healers, no matter what you call yourself, you're working at that interface. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a new paradigm time. Weave, babies. Weave. <laughs> new, yeah, exactly. New paradigm time. All right, I'm just going to unmute phone number ending in 324. If you're ready for your question, hello. Hello? You wanted to ask a question? Did you unmute yourself? 
I, I unmuted you. So if you want to go ahead and ask now, it'd be a great time. If not, that's okay. Okay, no worries. All right, so we're going to go to the next person was um, Michelle. And she's saying, I have really been putting a lot of time into being 5D. I have been encountering some big blocks. I could really use some insight into how I can hold my 5D for longer periods of time. So this could open up into a lot. And yet the reality is first and foremost, you are in a 3D body. You're having, and you chose from a solic perspective, a 3D experience. So the truth is not every single moment's gonna feel 5D. So number one, it's okay. Let yourself enjoy the times that are 5D, acknowledge the 3D times, and know that there's this flow of continuum between them. So number one, really being in that place of acknowledging and being grateful for, thankful for, excited about all the three 5D moments. But around the question of blocks, without any specificity to the idea of blocks, here's what you can do is <coughs> sorry, is begin to decide they're not blocks. And what you're having is an experience where maybe your light is not flowing or five, your awareness of 5D is not flowing. But what if in that area of a block, there's something for you to learn or a way for you to grow? So it's not something that's blocking you and standing in your way. There are many times, quote unquote, blocks are there to give us a pause to, to look at something with a new light, a new point of view, without the decisions and conclusions we've made about it. So here's an example. You could be walking down the trail and suddenly see, you know, 15 big burly men standing in front of you. And you could say, oh man, I'm really blocked. I can't continue on my journey. I was really enjoying this time out in nature, uh, feeling the wind and, and hearing the birds and feeling connected to all that is. And now I've got this huge block in front of me. And if that block weren't there, I could be enjoying myself. So that block is keeping me from enjoying myself so that there's something wrong with that block. And this is oversimplified. But what if those 15 big burly guys were standing there because just around the corner, out of your view, the trail falls off and it's down a cliff 100 feet and you're not gonna survive. That block suddenly looks like a safety spot or a spot where you need more information. So when one looks at a block, this is very important. When one looks and says, I'm experiencing the energy of a block. Do you see that's very different than I'm blocked? 
I'm experiencing the energy of the block. I wonder what more information I need. I can discover what more I can be in, in this experience because you could blame the 15 big burly men for not letting you pass, but if you know they're keeping you safe to continue and go down another trail another day, you just need the information about why it's there and the benefit of what's there in it. So this goes to this energy of the curiosity and the question and really diving into the idea that I wonder what more information I can be open to here that I don't have so I can see why this perception of a block is here. So what you do by asking the question, questions open your energy field, correct? Questions mean that you're open to new information because you're not in the conclusion of it's bad that these men are keeping me from what I want to do. So as you ask the question, I wonder what more information do I need? And you can talk to them and say, why are you here? And they say, we're keeping you safe. That totally reframes the whole experience, does it not? So as you ask the question around your perceived blocks, what more information do I need? Is there something that's beneficial here for me? Then work on keeping your energy field expanded in all the ways that you already do, incorporating some of the things that you've heard today so that your energy field is open to the new information that is being presented in front of you relative to what you would consider a block. <clears throat> awesome, thank you, that was, that was amazing. <laughs> I love it. So. And, and we're all thinking about 15 burly men on a trail now, aren't we? Yep. <laughs> For some people that might seem like an attractive a proposition. <laughs> thank you, Michelle. Let us know how that resonates with you, okay? Awesome. So then Linda had a question. Um, I would like to bring in more of my higher self. How do we do that so we recognize it's our truth? Number one, there's nothing you need to bring in. You're, you are eternally, always have and always will be connected with your higher self. So you can shift your awareness to have a bigger experience of it, but it's really important to be aware that your higher self is not somewhere out there that you need to bring in. And it's already pulsing through you in every single moment of who you are. One way you can do it is imagine <clears throat> First, so I'm saying this again as Holly. They're, they're wanting to explain how I do this and connect with my higher self. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, okay. So the reason they're telling me to explain this is because they're the ones who've shown me how to do this. Okay. So I'm going to drop into them and I'm explaining this to you. So the first thing you do is, number one, 
hold the energy and space that you already are eternally connected to your higher self. It's not floating out there somewhere waiting for you to call it in. Number one. Number two, trust that it's there. Trust. Now that sounds like an easy thing to do, but most of the time we say, no, I'm, I'm not sure if I can trust that. So just open up to the energy of, I'm going to trust that my higher self is there and I'm eternally connected, even if I don't really know what that means right now. Maybe I haven't really had a tangible experience of it yet that I'm aware of. So I'm going to just trust that it is there and I am eternally connected to source through the higher aspects of my soul, my highest potential. Then open visually, imaginatively, open your crown and allow the light. It's like a, a large stream of light flows down through the center of your core all the way through. You can allow it and visualize it connecting into the earth if you wish. But in terms of connecting to your higher self, if this is the access point through your heart, through your crown, through your soul star chakra and into source energy. For you emanate from source energy. So your higher self is connected. Visualize that and spend time with that in your quiet moments. And feel that this is your higher self. And as you begin to work with this, visualize it, expanding it, if you wish, you can begin to tap into that and literally practice having conversations with your higher self that way. Trusting that it's there, trusting that the energy and the answers that you receive, which are going to sound just like you, isn't that a surprise? It's going to sound like you and allow that wisdom to come forward and inform your life on every little decision that you make in your life if you wish to expand your connection with your higher self. Your higher self will never be punitive or judgmental or critical. It will always be in honor and support of who you are and be able to give you advice to help you move forward. Awesome. Thank you. We're going to take one last question from Simona. And Simona's asking me how to consider the energies of planets, alignments, or retrogrades, eclipses, other astrological phenomenon that influence us, sometimes keeps us in our heads, other times shifts us from a desired state to something else we do not understand, etc. Resist it, surrender to it, ignore it. Well, some, some incarnated beings on the planet are very good at ignoring it. And some may notice something feels different and have no idea that their planetary influences, energetic influences that are impacting experience. They may say, I slept funny last night. And that's okay. But when one opens their awareness to the fact that your life is influenced by 
planets and other things happening outside and off the planet, when we look at this idea of becoming more 5D and living into the larger field of energy, it makes sense that you would be feeling that connection and that interaction and seeing the domino effect of all of it. So number one, it would be hard to tell you to ignore it because you can't ignore something that your eyes and your energy field are open to. But what could be said about it is that your physical body and sometimes your mind and emotions may need to rebalance as a result of those celestial occurrences that we'll call them. And so life may not go on as it always does. There may be days where you feel a little more emotional, a little more agitated. You might feel a little more tired. There are other times when you could feel more connected, more aligned, more energized. But usually these questions have to do with the times when the planetary influences and the incoming energies, so to speak, create something that's destabilizing, uncomfortable, or draining. And the reality is, write it out, not ignore it, and ask yourself, what do I need right now? What does this human body need right now? Because remember, it's the human experience that feels it. So what does my physical body need right now? What is this human vehicle? Does it need more rest, more water, food? Do I need to get out and hug a tree, go for a walk? Do I need to listen to beautiful music? Do I need to take a hot bath? What do I need to navigate my way through this shifting climate. So the idea is sitting within a unified field, sitting in an ascended place where all is connected and interconnected, you will be feeling all of it. Yet none of it's here against you, yet your 3D physical body might feel it. So do what the best you can to ask yourself, what do I really need right now? Because a lot of those times of shifting and changing energies are times for you to dive in to understand yourself better, understand the subtlety of more what you need, show up for yourself as you recognize what you need in that moment to be in the best most vibrant energetic space possible. So if it means canceling dinner plans and going to bed early because you're honoring yourself, you're doing what the physical body, mind and emotions need in a 3D experience in a changing galactic energy field. Now that's a big answer, isn't it? <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Great question and yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've learned so much so much from you and like Simone says thank you you put it in words wonderfully for us to understand so thank you thank you thank you <coughs> so um if it's okay now i'd like to talk about the special offer so i want to thank the high council for being with us for so long sharing the messages the general message but also answering all these wonderful questions so much wisdom so much information as i am just so like wow we have to go back and watch this again or listen to it again for sure 
and also to allow when Holly and I were talking about you know today with the before we had our interview um, we were talking about some of these 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 multiple things five things multiple things that we can can do um, just for the audience today and the people that also are on the replay um, I suggested to Holly I'll I'll put together that list as a as a as a document like a punch list sort of thing, and and in the offer that we're talking about here now, I'll actually um, I'll add it onto our website as part of the 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 total end package sort of thing. So mm -hmm. so because it wasn't in there before, so why not? I had this thought, why not just add these extra little items to that as well? So we'll just to let the audience know, we'll include that as well. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So for those of you who are on the live page, you can just click on special offer. And those of you who are not, you can go to alara.at forward slash show forward slash holly12. And I'm just going to share my screen quickly to show everybody as well the special offer. So this is for uh, package A and package B that um, Paul and Holly have for us. So package A uh, is a package from the High Council of Orion. <laughs> Who wants to talk about it, Paul or Holly? <laughs> it's Paul's turn. <laughs> okay, so so here we go. Um, essentially, essentially, um, the High Council of Rhine have been beautiful teachers to us. They they really are incredible. Their their wisdom is is immense, and they really are so good at giving us guidance to help us take to the next level. They are ascension guides. So I encourage everyone. You know, firstly, this information is powerful it does change you it does transform you as well as the energy that you get when you work with them in this piece so there's essentially primarily three um <coughs> three channeled messages from the high council of orion with with very important information to help you with in your ascension process um the first message actually had included a, a guided um process uh which you they'll work with you on and so i've actually separated that out as well so so you have the entire message from them the entire teaching from them but i've also separated out just that so that you can come back to it as often as you like and go through that process makes it super easy and then and then again there's a, a additional guided messages for example the second one is called trusting within so it's teaching you how to make the shift so that instead of looking externally for answers externally for for solutions you start to tap into this greater connectedness and trusting within so hence whenever you hear people channeling beings they quite often say we they don't say i because they are connected as a collective so you're trusting within to start to open yourself up to that greater connection. And then the guided message three, for example, integrating your physical and higher realms. So this is helping you in the process of bringing that integration forward in our ascension process to start to connect to the higher realms and, and make that an everyday part of your life and experience, which is where it really gets incredible. And then additional to that as a bonus, we have a whole lot of other additional guided messages, um, which these ones are not publicly available, that allow you with further teachings as a bonus to connect you more into it. So, so firstly, you know, how to receive a High Council of Orion attunement. So this is something you can ask them for any time of the day. Holly and I ask that for relatively regularly. Um, and it's incredible how it shifts us. It's just on the attunement itself. Um, firstly, it doesn't cost anything, which is really great. But secondly, 
you know, whenever we got before, you know, when we had the alignments and the portals opening, the energy flowing in would, would affect Holly and I in a way we would get quite testy with each other. And, and now we have, we, we ask for the attunements and it shifts us. And we, we literally sail through those. Now we enjoy that piece. Yes, we do still have the difficulties and yes, there's still challenges, but that that's really shifted. And I encourage you. It's, the way they've described it is like if you got your cars a little bit out of service and you take it to the, the service station to be put back in tune. That's what they're going to do. They're going to make small adjustments to your, your energy systems within your body to bring you back into that alignment with all that's happening right now. Helps you feel a whole lot better. And then other messages coming from within, change yourself today, dancing in dense, dense city, um, grounding yourself you know, those sorts of things. So there's, there's a whole lot of incredible teachings there that help you to embody a higher level of consciousness, a higher level of being. So, so that all comes together with a package. So essentially the price, the special price for everyone that's watching today and everyone that wants to on the replay connect through um, is, is simply 97. And then there's another offer that we want to add to that as well, which is essentially all of offer A, but offer B also includes a 30 minute personal session with the high council of Ryan directly as yourself. So you can then ask the high council of Ryan questions directly. It's one-on-one. -on -one. It's not a group session and you can tap into their wisdom and their awareness right then. They're just specifically focused on you. It's really powerful. I love it whenever I get a high council of Ryan session. And, and even though I live with Holly, it doesn't happen that often, but I really love it. When <laughs> so that's really good. Um, so the, the price essentially for that package, which is all of package A plus the 30 minute um, session with the high council of Ryan is 166. Um, and so just because we're international, that's 166 US dollars. Mm -hmm. Um, and so essentially that's what we, we, we'd love to be able to share with you. If it feels right, feels resonant, you know, I, I can say firsthand within myself, the teachings and the information they give is incredible. Um, you know, they, they really are, they're like the great, great grandparents, as they would say. So um, they, they have this wisdom. They've been through this before. They really know the advice. So what they can tell us is very practical and really makes a difference. And I encourage everyone to be able to tap into that because it helps you move through this so much more easier. You can do it the hard way or you can listen to your grandparents, one would say, and they'll say, take this advice. We've done this before. This is really easy. This is the easy way. Right. And I love um, it. yeah. Thank you. So. Thank you. So all of that is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash holly12. And um, when you purchase, you'll get uh, an email back and saying that Paul will contact you within 48 hours to, you know, give you access. Okay. And then you can, um, whether it's package A or package B, you know, package B, then there'll be a link for you to book a session with Holly and the, and the high council of Orion. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So and thank you everyone for being here. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I, that I was, was a lot. So I mean, I, you, you did a great job, Holly, with, you know, with your throat and everything. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I asked them for an attunement right before we came on here so that even if I coughed, I wasn't going to have like a fit. So 
Yes, awesome. it. it worked. <laughs> <laughs> we can transcend the physicality. Yes. So thank you so much, everyone, for and all of your questions. Please, please, please go back and watch or listen to this call again because there was just so much information, right? So much information, so much wisdom, and as well as the energies that were flowing throughout the, the call as well. And yes, it is possible for you to, well, you already are, but it is possible for you to you know, live in 5D more and more and more and experience the 5D energies uh, and the expansiveness that we are, we are always receiving all the time. Oops. Oops. Sorry about that. All right. So um, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the universal sphere, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> And thank you, Alara, for allowing us to be able to come onto this incredible show of yours and be able to share with such beautiful people. And it's it's really an honor to be able to be here and and be the arms and legs of the higher realm, so to speak, to share some of this information and help everyone. Because it's really, in a way, it's being in service. It's bringing this higher information. And thank you for, for allowing what you do to be able to share it with even more people. So bless you, Alara. You're, uh, you're totally amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you again, everybody, for your questions. I know we didn't get to all of you, but go back and, like I said, watch or listen. And you might find your, your question was already answered as well in all of the wonderful wisdom that we got today. So thank you. And thank you, Paul and Holly, so much. And um, yeah, go back and uh, listen, go back and watch, take a look at the special offer that's available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash holly12. <laughs> and until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Love to you all. Love to you all. Happy holidays and happy new year. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye for now, everyone. Bye.